0: world welcome Mm -hmm. back to another episode of beat the maze it's EMB and And we are bringing another special guest to y'all this week y'all know how we do this week we have autumn naomi of the autumn naomi brand
1: Mm -hmm. how you doing i'm good thank you guys so much for having me i'm excited
0: for coming on welcome to beat the maze of
2: course of course something we like to do every episode um is we like to kind of go around the table kind of roundhouse style and just talk about our week and how we've been doing so you will start with you
0: my week has been going really good um I got some rest and I think that's really important I was just able to rest and not focus too much on all the things that have coming up all the things that I've been going through but really just resting um it was a little stressful in the beginning of the week but we made it through and now I'm, I'm just happy to be here and uh Happy to be back on the pod. How are you doing this morning?
2: Um, What's your week? Well, my week has been well. This morning has been a little slow. Like, I always jump at him because he wakes up and he's like, (laughs) like, he's on 10 from the time he woke up.
1: Yes, I am too. I get it.
3: I'm like, whoa. (laughs) 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 Like,
2: (laughs) relax. You want to hum and sing, but uh, my (laughs) week has been really well. It's been um very calm leading up to the storm. Like next week is homecoming. Yeah, so How exciting. Going to be um very a lot. A lot. Yeah, it's going to be a lot. So and then the week after that we move. So I'm I'm so excited to move. I'm so excited. Yeah, um, but it's been really good. It's been really good. I have no complaints so
1: far at all. Me, yourself? Good. This week has been trying for me, guys. This has been, you know, life. Life is just life, you know, and you have to be able to just move through it. But I just started a new show with Hulu. Uh, as I mentioned, I'm in the process of moving. I just launched a new program. So there's a lot happening in my life right now. And just balancing it all, it all as best I can, but also not overcommitting committing myself, you know. So learning how to, like, say no to things and, like, hey, my brain only has the capacity to deal with this, right? Right now, so it's been a trying week for me, right? Honestly, like I'm not about to sit here and be like, "Yeah, guys, it was fantastic." You know, I'm grateful. You know, God is good. We've made it to Sunday, right? But it's definitely been it's definitely been a trying week. So, but we here, we on the pod, we gonna we gonna That's talk about all the all it. the good yes. juicy So, I'm grateful. I'm so grateful. Gratitude always comes for me. It's the first thing that comes for me because
3: I love that. You know,
1: life is gonna happen regardless, but God is so good like think about our situations right like there's somebody who doesn't have a home and we do there's somebody who doesn't have food and we do so yeah it's been trying but we here and i'm grateful i'm
0: so glad to have you so let's jump right into it you talked about yeah. uh working on a show on hulu so can you just tell the people a little bit more about what you do and how you yeah. got into doing what you do
1: and who yes you-
0: and who you are that's right. Yeah. that's the most important part <laughs>
1: So my name is Autumn Naomi and I am the founder and lead stylist of the Autumn Naomi Brand. We are a fashion styling brand based in Atlanta, Georgia, and we serve entertainers, entrepreneurs, and executives. Um, we've been successfully doing that. I've been styling for four years, but launched my own brand two years ago. Um, and I have an amazing team. God has just, you know, blessed me with the opportunity to be an amazing creative, but also an amazing professional businesswoman. So uh, in, one, in one aspect, I'm a fashion stylist. I also serve as a TV film shopper. Um, so I've worked on projects with P-Valley. I've worked on as a PA. I've worked on projects with Marvel. Um, my most recent project is Hulu. I've worked with HBO Max. And pretty much my role as a TV film costume buyer is to bring my costume designer's vision to life. So literally, my job is to shop all day every day I (laughs) I mean I do love it it's challenging though I think from from the outside looking in it's just like oh you get to swipe your card all day but it's not really as easy as people might think it is right because you're looking for specifics right you're also a lot of my job is based on things I can't control. So, like, if they don't have the size, right, I can't control how much traffic, I can't control how many people are in line in front of me, and and working in the production industry is very demanding, right? So, things are like, we need it today, you know? So, I think over my years, I've just been able to problem solve, and I also am a really great communicator, because if my My leaders are looking for something specific but it's not available locally and I can't get it overnight then hey we gotta pivot you know so I'm a natural problem solver in the production industry that's definitely a skill set that you want to have um but yeah in a nutshell you know I am the the owner leader founder of an amazing fashion styling brand that God is about to explode I believe that with my heart um and then I also serve as a TV film shopper so that's what I do (laughs)
2: So let's start from the beginning. How do we get here? How do we get to this love for fashion and knowing you wanted to work in <clears throat> the fashion space?
1: Yes. So I grew up. I'm a PK. My grandmother is a pastor, so I grew up in an environment where I saw very powerful women in front of me, like my grandmother, you know, in the pulpit. My mom was you know, an executive in corporate. So I grew up around women who were very poised, you know, and they carried themselves in a, in a certain manner. Mm-hmm. Um, so my image was was made important to me at a very young age, right? Like you sitting on the second row of church, like, you know, Sunday best. Like it, it was a thing. Um, and I think that that being poured into me has just changed the trajectory of my life. And what really inspired me was my mom. So my mom doesn't work in the fashion industry whatsoever. My mom has worked in corporate as well as the entertainment industry. Um, But my mom has a high school diploma and was able to attain a role that exceeded six figures. right? And the way that I believe she did that is the way that she showed up every day. So she worked for an organization as a, a customer service representative on like a call sales floor, right? But she always showed up as the regional director that she wanted to once become, right? Because I believe that before I see you, I see you. Like when you, b- before you can open your mouth, you can be the most important person in the world. You can be the most intelligent person, but I see you and what you are wearing and I judge you automatically just as a natural person, right? Before you can really explain who you are. So seeing her just go after her dreams and just the things that she's implanted in me and my siblings is like there's nothing that you can tell us we can't do. You know, by God's grace, by what our faith. Those,
0: what are some of those things that she implanted in you for all Yeah.
1: So Every day before me and my brother like would, would go to school, she would always say, you are the head and not the tail. You are above and not, believe, but, and not beneath. You are a leader and not a follower. And you can do all things through Christ. So things like that, you know, you, you're implanted in that as a child, as an adult, you really can't tell me I can't, you know, do anything. So just greatness. Like my mom has implanted greatness and excellence into me and my siblings. So that's where it started um and then you know I like in high school that's when things started to really like kind of come together for me um I believe that fashion is an avenue for me like I, I love God's people like I know that I'm on a mission I know that I'm on an assignment and God is using fashion as a way for me to to reach them but while I was in high school you know people started to compliment my outfits and that da da. da. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to make this a business. And so I started doing that my senior year, and then um, I moved to Atlanta immediately, like almost immediately after I graduated and hit the ground running, like immediately, like <laughs> within try- two, three weeks, I was me. on I- but the thing is, I was ready to leave Charlotte, right? But I was, I'm such a strategic businesswoman that I was, I had a plan in place before I moved to Atlanta. So I was emailing stylists, emailing designers, like, hey, I'm on the way, I admire your work, and I would love the opportunity. And so that just, that along with my um, my school, the Art Institute of Atlanta, the combination of that just it just took off from there and once you are in the industry quote-unquote and we use quotations because it's a whole thing um your reputation will go before you and referrals will you know they'll work for you so how i started was my mom, mom inspired me and then you know things just i think it was god's plan if you want me to be honest like yes i did the work but i believe that god already had a planned for me
0: for sure let's talk a little bit about mentorship so you said you were emailing stylists and you were reaching out to people and you were fortunate enough to get with two big people in the industry at some point early in your career Rita Brown uh Renee Brown excuse me and Rita can you talk about that experience having such powerful women? are you important to oh
1: they're so amazing that brings my heart so much joy so Renee Brown was my first I can't even say if I have a first mentor because I have so many. Mentorship and leadership is so important. Um, but Renee is one of my amazing mentors. And I met her probably about, I wanna say six months or so after I had have, I have, I have moved to Atlanta through another mentor of mine, Cleo. And I basically was explaining to Cleo like, hey, I really need an internship. Like I really need to learn the ropes of how to do this thing. And she's like, I know Renee, she's a really dope stylist. She does a lot of commercials." And being the professional businesswoman that I'm, like, I'm like, here's my resume, like you know. But in this industry, it's very different. So, um, basically, how me and Renee got connected was they were on a sh- on a job for Great With Lodge, and they needed an additional wardrobe assistant. So through referrals, right? Renee got my number, and we get on the phone. She's like, hey, I got your number from so and so. You know, are you available? And she and I start trying to spear out. I'm a student at the like trying to do the most. She's like, can you meet me at Target? And I'm like, okay, I'm on my way. So I drive to Target and um, she. I just literally hop right in. Like I hop right in as an intern slash wardrobe assistant, and that was my first paid gig as a wardrobe assistant. Like you know. It was just, it was a lot for me to, it was like a dream come true, you know? Like, it was just like a dream come true. Just wow. just being there and like seeing, okay, this is what you do. And she showed me like her studio. It was just, it was so amazing. So Renee is amazing. She took me under her wing um, for, I want to say about six plus months. Um, and then in, while I was interning with her, I had the opportunity to work with Shaq and on, Um, commercials for Home Depot and Planet Fitness and just a lot of really dope advertising um, clients. And at some point I was just like, hey, Anthony is great, but I need money. (laughs) Like, you know, I was just honest, you Gotta be
0: honest about it, yeah. I just
1: was honest. I'm like, look, like, I love this. And it's not that let me me make sure that I'm clear. She made sure that I was taken care of. She made sure I had, you know, I had gas in my car. She made sure I ate You know, but as an intern, the exchange is me volunteering my time for the experience, for the knowledge, right? So I knew what I was getting myself into. However, at some point, I did need to say, hey, like, I think I'm learning the ropes. I need to, you know, have some type of consistent income. And so she was kind enough to reach out to Rita, right? Her and Rita are good friends, um, and say, hey, I have a really dope assistant. She needs a job. So that's how I got the job on P-Valley, through Renee, like, that's how it, it just all connected um and so i was able to serve on p valley season one as a costume pa and from there the job just like they just kept coming and they just kept spiraling so yeah they're amazing mentors i still even with four years you know of experience and to me that's not much i'm still learning as a woman every single day um i still call them to this day i still call them saying hey i need help with x y and Z." like I'll never get too big I'll never I'll always be humble you know um and they're just such a great asset to my my journey so yeah
2: so something you keep mentioning is like how the industry is so different are you referring to like the commercial industry or are you referring to fashion or both I say?
1: both I feel like a lot of people you know we're we're universally just as a society familiar with corporate, right? Like people are like, I work a nine to five or I'm a business professional, right? And in the production industry, they don't really value like you showing them your resume like per se, they don't really, it's more of a who you know and your word, like your name goes before you, right? Like your reputation goes before you. And if you make one mistake, right? It, it's, it's like it's it's similar to high school, if you ask me, at high school and college, because everybody knows everybody. So it's like, it's almost like, say, for example, you guys were a styling agency and you guys needed an intern, right? You would take my word because I'm like, yeah, I have a really so persistent. You wouldn't even really ask a ton of questions. It's, it's just, just like, like oh, trust Austin you. She's good. Yeah, exactly. Good. Exactly. So it's just different, you know? And it's also different where everybody doesn't want to see you win you know, like respectfully. I've learned that on my journey. And some people want you to be good, but not better than them. Yeah. So you have to use discernment. You know, um, for me, I just move differently because I know that I'm a part of the kingdom of God. And my integrity, you know, goes before me, my character goes before me, there are some non negotiables that I'm just simply not doing, you know, and people, they know, don't call on them because she ain't doing it. Like, don't call on them because she, you know, she has a certain standard. So I've set that expectation for myself in the industry and I'm respecting for that. So, yeah.
2: Explain to us, for someone who's wanting to kind of break into the industry and start Mm -hmm. their own path, what should, because you said like the resume is not the thing you need to, you need to be knowing people need to be networking. Mm -hmm. How do they, in that journey, where do they go? How do they put themselves in those places to, right
1: so i would say that interning is always the way to start you know like not just jumping in but of course people are like how do i find those people right and you mentioned networking i use social media as a business tool so i always recommend if there's someone that you admire via instagram via LinkedIn, reach out to them i think that a lot of people they they hinder themselves and they discredit themselves because they feel like I don't have any experience, right? And a lot of people are looking for relevant experience, but if I don't have it and you won't give it to me, then how is this gonna work, right? I get that. You have to network, you have to put yourself out there. I didn't have experience as a stylist prior to me me coming to Atlanta, right? But I, I did have strategy. I'm like, okay, I know that styling is visual. And not only do I need to look a certain way so that people trust me, but I need to be able to present some type of portfolio. So I started to do test shoots, right, with other creatives and collaborating with them on pro bono projects so that I could show my eye. Like I'm I am incredible at this, right? So I would recommend test shooting, right, with other creatives. So that's where you're collaborating with a model, a photographer, a makeup artist, a hairstylist for the betterment of your portfolio, right? For you guys to be able to produce this work and say, hey this is what I'm able to do to someone, right? I, I know that I'm a creative and that my career specifically is visual. So I would recommend that. I would also recommend shooting your shot. Like, I think that it's just, it's simple. Like, shoot your shot, you know? I, again, people discredit themselves. They don't feel like they're worthy enough to reach out. And I know what it's done for me, right? So. I was emailing idea. now of course Instagram is again a business pro, a, a business tool. so DMing is appropriate, right DM hey, I love your work. I would love the opportunity to work with you, you know um, and then also following up. I think a lot of people they slip because they they send the initial, but they don't follow up and it's not that people want are ignoring you, right but we're busy. I can tell you from what I do, I'm on my feet 10 to 12 hours a day. I don't have an administrative job. So my phone (laughs) is my computer until I can sit down, you know, and and handle those administrative tasks. Also with me having a team, I have someone to be able to handle that for me and I have things that are automated. So I would say definitely networking. Um, I use Eventbrite as a really good tool when I first started um when I first started like in the industry and just networking, even bright is a great tool. A Atlanta fashion. Stuff. Yeah, for sure. You know, and again, social media, hashtag it away. Like you just gotta do your research. You know, you gotta do the part. I can give you all of the tools, but if you don't do the work, if you don't implement the strategies, you're gonna be stagnant. So that's what I would recommend. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. So
2: now that you're in this space where you've you're now starting, this is your career. You're yeah. no longer just interning. You're no longer figuring out mm-hmm. like this is what you're doing, this yeah. is what you, what you want to do. What where do you see kind of this going for you? Do you only want to stay in the production space or are you like into the designing space as well? Cause you did say you went to SCAD. So I know you those are some of those different fundamentals you have to learn. Mm-hmm.
1: So I actually went to the Art Institute of the Art Institute of Atlanta. Sorry. And it's okay. It's okay. I study fashion marketing and management. And for me, my end goal is fashion editor. So styling is a great tool. Styling is a great networking um tool. Styling allows me to learn, you know, continue to enhance my skill sets and silhouettes and body body types and textiles like it's great right but it's not the end goal for me so my goal right now is to make the autumn nightly brand the go-to fashion styling brand in atlanta and beyond so we want to dominate atlanta and then expand to other cities right where i mean people are saying like new york and la and texas but wherever god leads me that's where i'm gonna go so as of right now we're gonna dominate atlanta and then we'll expand beyond um but my goal Personally, is fashion editor, so I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with Anna Winter, but I'm the Anna Winter of of my generation. Like I am the fashion executive. I'm gonna be calling the shots um, gracefully, and I just see myself as a leader in fashion. You know, I see myself as just this inspiring African American woman who can show other people that your dreams can come true. You know, you don't have to be in a space of working a nine to five, Ubering and lifting your weight to your rent, like you can do what you put your mind to. So I want to be that that figure for people, Um, but also fashion editor. So as a fashion editor, some of the the magazines that I enjoy are InStyle and Essence and Harper's Bazaar. And pretty much my role is to lead the magazine. So all of the campaigns, like all of the decisions as, as it pertains to anything in the fashion department for the magazine, I will be responsible for that and I will be leading a team to bring those visions to life.
2: One thing I appreciate is that she's speaking definite. Everything that you said when you spoke about yourself was, no I am, mm-hmm. I will, I do. As It's not a I might or I'm thinking of or I want to I want to it's definite where did you learn that skill because that's not something that people have like I had to learn (laughs) to speak indefinite on my yeah
1: yeah I don't know where the skill came from honestly I think again it goes back to mom dukes and grandma and just the people that I've been around like my brother is incredibly aspiring and you know, being able to see them achieve their goals, like, I have put myself in that space mentally because it's a mind thing first. Before you can attain it tangibly, you have to believe it, right? And as a believer, I know that faith without works is dead. I also know that I, I walk by faith and not by sight. So if I'm looking at where I am right now as a fashion stylist, but I know my goals are much higher I'm not walking by what I believe in right and I'm confident but my confidence comes from God and a lot of times people are I'm gonna just be real y'all uncut people can be intimidated by my confidence because they they take it as arrogance and I'm like nah, we got to walk on that mindset yeah because you can do it too you know and I don't walk around flashing the things that God has done for me, but I do use it as a testimony and a testament that you can do it too. So I think it, it it's a mixture of my faith because my faith is radical. It's out of this world. Right. Um, and again, grandma planted that in me, mom planted that in me, but I made the decision to pursue my relationship with God. Right. And I knew that when I came to Atlanta specifically, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to be able to do this by myself, homie. So you're going to have to get in the car with me, you know? (laughs) Um, (laughs) For real, I make it very practical for me. I think that sometimes people see God, you know, as this really big figure. And it's like, they're confused because Christianity has been misconstrued in society. But it really is just a relationship, right? It's a relationship, just how you and and I would have a friendship. It's a relationship. So I talk to him, like, he's my homie. Like, look, bruh, what we doing here? Because I don't always have, you know, I don't always have super joyful days. 90% of the time, I am. But I do have bad days, too. You know, I'm human.
3: Human, yeah.
1: And yeah. I'm authentic, you know. So um, I think that my faith is just incredibly radical and in that being around very encouraging people has allowed me to say I am these things and I will become, you know, what what I put my mind
0: to. Mm. Yeah. That's a perfect segue actually. I'm so glad you <laughs> touched on that um because I wanted to ask you more about moving to Atlanta from Charlotte. Mm. I know so many people in this yeah. in our generation, they're like, you know, I want to leave home. I want to yeah. jump jump out the nest and fly and mm. you know, you've been very fortunate. I've seen through your social media to have people around you that you can really kind of lean on and depend on so can you just talk a little bit more about that community building aspect
1: oh my goodness community is so important community is a huge core value in my life personally and professionally um and I actually learned it from another mentor of mine Ebony Westwood she's an amazing friend amazing woman amazing mother um but community like nothing can happen without community right like nothing guys like and i again i'm gonna reference you know my faith again i always remind myself that god had 12 homies right and i'm I'm referring to his disciples god had 12 homies so if he had 12 right not to say that some of them didn't you know act a little shady or do a little one two on him but if the creator of the universe had community Why do we feel like we don't need to, right? And at one point in my journey, I was superwoman, right? I was like, I can do it all by myself because I did see my mother growing up doing things, right? You know, her and my father, they just didn't work out. So I saw her being a single mom, like she was just pushing through, right? And I think that that did two things for me. It allowed me to see I don't want to have to do that, right? But also I, I I have the ability to if I need to, right? So when I came to Atlanta, of course, as I mentioned, I was like emailing and like doing my home one too and the in the administrative part of me. Right. Um, but then I just started networking like crazy. <laughs> like, you know, especially in school too. It's like I'm here. Not only to acquire my degree, but I'm also here to meet people. I'm also here to connect with people. And my heart is for people. Like, my heart isn't just for fashion. My heart is for people. So naturally, I want to help. It doesn't matter what it is. Naturally, I just want to help people. Um, So I'll just say, like, through my networking and just, you know, being the bold person that I am, I'm bold, y'all. Like when I walk into a room, you don't know can, I'm there. You, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's not overpowering to where it's like, "Oh Lord, here come autumn." Like it's just like it's a respect thing. It's like, again, I know who I am, and I know who I am because I'm a child of God, right? So, just networking like crazy, going to all of the events, putting myself in the spaces, positioning myself for success like that's what I was doing you know and when I was there I wasn't afraid to open my mouth right I wasn't afraid a lot of small business owners again discredit ourselves I've been there too discredit ourselves because we like I don't got no experience like I I got this business card but I don't even know what I'm doing Like, you know and so for me it was just like I think about the large companies that I love, like Valentino, Kurt Geiger, Neiman Sachs, right? Somebody had to go tell people about them for them to get to where they are. Somebody was out in the streets. The evangelist was out in the streets, like, look, Neiman Marcus is on the way, you feel me? So it's like, I'm a walking billboard for myself until I have a team of 100 plus doing it for me. So what is my, what am I supposed to do? Be a mouse? Like, no, you have to go and tell the people about what you do. So that's what I was doing. I was just like, hey, my name is Autumn. Like, this is what I do, even though I didn't have the accolades that I do now, right? So I think community comes for me, a combination of networking, you know, a combination of people who can can fight with you, you know, because life is gonna hit you, right? Obstacles are gonna come. And I think for me, it's not fake it until you make it, it's fake it until you make it because my community has helped me up in times where it's like, what is happening to me right now? You know, I'm grateful to have a community that not only will go to bat with me professionally, but in my personal life, they like, what's up? The enemy like, what's up? <laughs> Because so who much is given, much is required, right? So uh, he at my door every day. He is knocking. I'm like, look, sir, I just woke up, right? Like, but that's just what I know. That's just what I know, you know, my assignment is. I know that I'm called to lead people in some aspect, right? I'm not God, but I do know that I'm called to lead. So community is huge, y'all. Like nothing can happen without you know, whether it be a partner romantically, whether it be a platonic, really strong, you know, friendship, nothing can happen, right? Storms are gonna come. They won't come, but they won't prosper. Like the weapons gonna come, but they won't prosper. Not over here. I don't know about anybody else, but not over here. So I say all that to say, networking got me there. Opening my mouth, got me there. Um, and now I just have a community that it don't matter what go on, like they tend to them.
0: Yeah, and to just to dig a little bit more into that because I know some people are like I've talked to people and they're like you know I'm looking for friends but I don't really know what I want in a friend or like mm-hmm. they have a specific idea of friendship that everybody might not embody. So when you were building up your your friends list, your your people, yes, yes. What were you looking for in them or like what attracted you to them.
1: mhm, Um, I think for me naturally i'm attracted to authentic people like i'm attracted to people that that look a certain well let me not say this not look a certain way as as it pertains to fashion but yes as a fashion stylist if you look nice i want to talk to you right it's like oh where did you get this shirt oh i really like this just naturally but i i love being around genuine authentic people like people who will get down in the dirt with you and be like look I know you're going through this but we're gonna we're gonna push through it so I think the things that I was looking for were people who number one wanted to have a conversation you know and weren't like girl who are you you know um that's a good question that's a good thing to think about I I really think that I'm just attracted to authentic um genuine people like i cherish friendships so much but i can't say that i can pinpoint like exactly okay. what i was looking for because i think i was just being myself and then if we merge if we connect if it's natural like i will say i'm i'm not a part of any friendships that are forced and for me in all of my relationships they have to be mutually beneficial like I know that I am a resourceful person, right? But I'm also seeking friends who are resourceful. I don't want to be the only one who knows everything. Like, that's exhausting. And I've been there before. Like, I've been in a place where I'm the only one that knows. I'm like, what are we doing here, guys? Right? Right, you know, what are you bringing to the table? Again, right. So, I think something that is important for me with you know that I value is something that's mutually beneficial and that doesn't mean because I think in the entertainment industry people can just like it's like what can you do for me what can you you know it's like let me scratch your back I'll scratch your back it's that's not what I'm looking for I'm looking for mutually beneficial like not who you can connect me with right because again God has already gone before me so if I'm meant to be at vogue it's going to happen, right? But it may happen through community, right? It may happen because there may be someone who knows someone at Vogue and says, you know what, I know this really dope girl who wants to be an editor. Like, that's how things will flow. But again, people speak for you. When you when you love people and you're genuine and authentic and you do what God calls you to do, things fall into place. I don't have to force anything, right? So I think something to note is just that mutually beneficial friendships and relationships like i don't want to be leaning to the wayside because i'm always trying to you know help you like what about when i'm falling so yeah
2: i definitely uh, i want to kind of backtrack to what you're saying about community and i wholeheartedly believe and i tell him very often i'm like we were put in this world to build community we were not to live alone to do we are here. There's a whole reason that networking goes before any resume. And then yeah. so like, I I heard a quote and I can't. Well, I heard a saying. I can't really fully quote it, but it was essentially like, if you are the most resourceful or, for lack of a better words, the biggest person in your friend group, then you need to find a better friend group. Yeah, yeah. You can't be the only shot caller in your friend group and everybody else. Right. Yeah. So I I definitely agree. That's why I, I had that reaction because it was like, yeah, you have. <laughs> be in a room of people and the thing is is the challenge is having being comfortable with being uncomfortable and Mm allowing yourself to grow like if I walk into a room with people I have to be humble and willing enough to say I don't know everything I need help I need you to teach me what you know and vice versa and like provide value that way I feel like relationships in general they are a very beautiful thing where you can connect with people on a different yeah. level, you can understand them. They understand you where you can learn something. If you can teach yes. something, they will remember you yes. forever. Yes. They will never forget that moment.
1: I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm.
2: So let's talk about your The Unstuck Stylist program. What is this mm-hmm. program? What are you offering with it? What project are here?
1: Yes. So we launched two weeks ago, The Unstuck Stylist. And The Unstuck Stylist is something that was planning in my heart a few years ago. However, God was like, we're gonna develop some things in you um, before you really do it. So for me, what The Unstuck Stylist is, is it's a four-week mentorship program for new and rising stylists um, to gain clarity, confidence, and community. And the reason why I created it is because people think it's so uh, unattainable to get into the entertainment industry to get into the production industry and i know that a part of my calling is to disrupt the industry right i know that i'm the one that's going to shake the feather and people are going to be like yo what are you doing like why are you trying to let out the secrets and it's like well first of all this all belongs to god anyway so i'm just giving the information that's already readily available you know and so through this program i am teaching new and rising stylists how to get unstuck right because a lot of stylists are like okay I don't know where to start there's no school for styling guys like if you ask me it truly is a gift either you know how to do it or you don't (laughs) (laughs) like that's just what it is you know and I, I I tell them authentically I'm like I cannot teach you how to style that is something that Literally, God has to download into your eyes, into your creativeness, and you just do it that way. Right. But what I can teach you also um, is how to structure a business. Like I can teach you how to organize your business. I can teach you how to build a foundation and to market and brand your business. Right. So this program is Near and dear to my heart. Um, I currently have six mentees, and enrollment is closed because congratulations. Congratulations. congratulations! Thank you. I'm so grateful, y'all. Like my, I just have so much joy, right? Because, huh? Like I, you know, I know that I serve a guy who is just like, yeah, you can do it. But when it happens, it's just like, wow, you know. So I'm so incredibly grateful. I'm looking forward to supporting them on their journey and. Of course it is a four week course. However, I told I tell them all the time, we're indebted for life. Like, you know, this is, we, you grandfathered in. Um, so my goal is to help them get clarity on what kind of styling they wanna do because there are a lot of avenues. As I mentioned, I'm a fashion stylist. However, there are production styling, editorial styling, personal styling, wardrobes. Like we could go on and on about the different avenues. Um. So making sure that they can get clear there. Um, And getting clear on who they serve, because everything in your business is surrounded around who your ideal target market is, right? And if you're marketing to the masses because you don't have clarity, your business will not grow. So getting them clear on who they serve, right? And then also, what is your why? You know, like, I know for me, on the days where I don't feel like going to the mall and I don't feel like going to a fitting. There's something that fuels me and I'm going to share it with you guys, but there's something that fuels me and it has to be more than money. Like the money can't drop. You have to be passionate about this. Mm -hmm. So trying to get them to understand, you know, what is your why? Like what, not only who or what inspired you, but why do you want to do this? Because that is going to make you go even harder on the days where you're just like, whatever. So since we're on that topic, do you guys if, do you guys mind if I share my why? Yeah, please, please share your okay. why. Okay, so it's actually on my computer, and it's all bent up. You know, we need to get a new one, but I put it on my computer because I'm on my computer often. um And it says, through my business, I desire a lifestyle that glorifies God. It's full of all things luxurious, provides joy, wealth, freedom, peace, inspires, and helps others, and allows me to provide for my future family. So my why isn't just because i like clothes <laughs> like you know it's not just because it's like oh yeah it's fun to go shopping like no it's bigger than that for me um and i think it's important that you figure that figure out that in anything that you do anything you do that you're passionate about so yes i'm is we rolling you know i've been having i think so far i've had three clarity calls three or four clarity calls i have a few more later this evening um and we're we're gonna help these people my mentees achieve their dreams because it's attainable guys like you know it's not like the entertainment industry is over here and we're over here like we can do it like you know so yes I'm excited about that
2: so I am curious there's something that you mentioned about kind of The informal space of the industry and how Mm -hmm. it's not as kind of like A, B, Z, you know, straight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Your thoughts, what, not what is, what are your thoughts on kind of formal education and using formal education? Because I know you went to the Art Institute, Mm -hmm. helping you in that space. Because I know I, and I've heard from different people, you know, from high school, who people who are in like the fashion world, and some people, my friends that are designers are like, oh, I love school. School taught me everything I need to know. Mm-hmm. And then there are people who are in like photography, videography, and they're like,
1: oh, I kind right. of had to
2: go. So what are your thoughts? Right.
1: Um, I, I value school. I do. I value school and I value education. I value the time that I was at AI. Um, and I think that it can be a twofold specifically in this industry, Um, I think what set me apart is that I am a professional, right? Like I'm, I don't, not come in there just like, what's up y'all? Like, of course I'm myself and I have personality, but for me, as you mentioned, it's a career. It's not a hobby. So I'm I'm positioning, exactly. I'm positioning myself to be the go-to, you know, fashion, styling, business. Um, So I value education. It was extremely helpful for sure. However, in the same breath, I think that a lot of the things that I know, my skill sets were implanted in me as I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just believe that school enhanced them, right? And I don't wanna just deter anyone from going to school. However, I, I can't say that it is necessary. It's not a requirement in this industry as if you're a dentist, you go to dental school, it's like, you gotta learn these things in order to touch my teeth, you know? Like that, you know, like don't tell the Instagram thing,
3: girlies.
1: Like, I know, right? Like it's gonna be a whole thing. But uh they're gonna like Autumn said we didn't have to go. Like <laughs> 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 But um, you know, it's like you know, if you're a lawyer or something of that nature, it's just a different industry. So we pivot differently, right? Again, I value school. I I, I always have. Um, and even for example, like, as I mentioned, my mother had a high school diploma. She didn't deter me from going to school, even though she was able to, atti- to attain the six-figure-plus salary. She didn't say, oh, you don't need to go to school. Like, she was, they were like, do your thing. Like, we're here to support you. So I don't think that it's necessary. I think that a lot of the skill sets can be developed elsewhere, right? Because in this industry, they're looking at experience. They're not looking like, where's your diploma? Like, they're like, what have you done, you know? So I would focus your energy on building your portfolio as a stylist, but I also would encourage you to go to school like and make sure that whatever you study is broad enough so that you are not hindered in your career. Like I studied fashion marketing and management, right? So I have both the creative side because I was taking classes like textiles and fabrics, right? But I also was taking marketing. So it's a split for me, like, and I'm grateful for it because some creatives only have the creative side, right? But I have both. You can be an amazing photographer, but your business, the back end is like unstructured, right? Yeah. So I'm grateful for it. my mentor is like my mom is incredible. Um, she's like number one in my life. Like that's my go-to for everything, for business, for personal. Um, and just those things I'm trying to tell y'all, they as a kid, like they created a beast because you telling me I can't, I can do anything I put my mind to. Like, you know, that's where I stand now. And I now want to teach other people that you can do it too. Like, you know, you don't have to be unhappy. You don't, you can fulfill your dreams. And I, if, if you want to feel in my passion right now, I don't know what to tell you because it's like, I'm so passionate about people. Like you can do it, you know, so we got some big things coming y'all. I don't even like, I'm ready to disrupt even more than what I've done, you know? So I'm excited. I'm so excited. And yeah.
0: (laughs) Very happy for you. Very, very happy.
1: Thank you. Thank you. So I have another question. I'm sorry if I just, no, I'm here. I told y'all Let's do it. I'm here.
2: (laughs) So you mentioned that you see social media as a business tool. It's not necessarily mm-hmm. just a space to, you know, like chit chat on the internet. Right. What do you do different or what do you think that you do different in comparison to other people on social media that really helped build your brand? That's a great question.
1: Um, What do I do differently? Um, I, I think that what really changed the game for me was COVID. Um that's when I really like buckled down and was like, all right, we're going to take this business thing to the next level. And I started investing, right? So I invested in business coaching. I invested in my branding, like everything that you see that I post is immaculate. And I make sure of that because I have a standard, right? That I hold myself and my team and my brand to. So it's not a matter of being authentic and being or unauthentic and being perfect but again, when you walk into Neiman's, when you walk into SACS, when you walk into Target, you have a certain expectation of the, the service, right? So I think for me, COVID changed the game for me because I had a lot of time on my hands to think through. So my launch process was from, and I'm, as I'm mentioning the autonomy brand because we launched November of 2020, right? We we began the process February, but we did not launch until November. So I really was digging, not only in my heart to be sure that this is something that I wanted to do, but actually doing the work, like figuring out who is it that I want to serve, right? And going through my business coaching, let, letting it marinate and be thorough and like really taking the time to develop the business because a lot of people will just jump out here And it's like, you have no plan, you have no strategy, you have no idea who you serve. And so now you launch. but six months down the road, we don't even know where you are. Like the Instagram handle is gone. Like what's going on, you know? And the worst thing that you can do is do that because it's harder to reattain an audience than just, you know, build the foundation, and warm them up, right? You ghost them and then they're like, you know, it's hard to trust you again. So mm-hmm. um, it's just like a relationship. You know, business is just like a, a relationship as well. But I think for me, I do think the strategy, like when I launched, like we had a full marketing campaign prior to, um, I did market research. That's a gem. Ooh, and you know that too, Jason because I remember you re- reaching out to me. Market research changed the game because it's like, you can really get into your consumer's heads. You can really like, what are their pain points? Like, so all of my marketing is directed around who we serve, you know? Uh, And aside from that, I just think this year in particular, because we're on a year long hiatus. I'm not sure if you guys know, but God told us to sit down in January when I did the Daniel Fast. And so I'm doing that, right? And it's hard for me because, or it has been, But I've changed my posture to like, I'm waiting to now like I'm waiting because I know that I've seen him do miracles, right? So it's like, if you just be obedient on him, like you just don't know what's on the other side of it. That's why I say, we're about to explode. And in my heart, I'm like, okay. Day by day, Autumn. Like I say, my new saying is day by day is the way because that's all I can give you, right? That doesn't mean that I, I don't want to be out here styling my clients, but I knew I do know that I'm on assignment. So the, the good part to it is I get to do what I love every day still as a shopper, right? In the TV film industry. It's not like I'm working somewhere and I'm just like, I hate it. I'm still very fulfilled in what I do. Um, But strategy is huge for me. Like making sure that anything that I post is in alignment with my social media goals, my social media marketing goals. For like, for example, this year, my goal is impact and visibility, right? Because I know that when we blow, we're gonna blow gracefully. And it's important that we get the brand in front of as many of our ideal clients and consumers as possible, so that when we do open our books again, it's it's unquestionable who to go to about styling, right? It's like, why would I even put myself in a predicament to not be served by Autumn and her team, you know? So um, I think definitely strategy and this year in particular being authentic. Like, you know, I think one point in my journey, I, I I was trying to be perfect. Like I was trying to show up as that like perfect, I got it all put together, but it's like, yeah, no, I don't. Like I'm gonna sit here and tell y'all right now, like, life is crazy, life goes on behind the scenes. And there are certain things that you may wanna share, but there are certain things that are behind closed doors and that's where your community is fighting it with you, right? But I've been through some things this year, right? I'm being completely transparent with y'all, like it's wild out here, okay? And just because you are a believer or God has called you to a certain standard doesn't mean that you're exempt. So for me this year, I've been showing up a lot more authentically um, and just being, being myself. Like, I know that that always works for me. When I'm somebody else, I don't connect with people. So, yeah. Like, strategy, well, you know, all of the things. <laughs> of things. I love that.
2: When I'm when I'm someone else, I don't connect with people. I, I like that saying. Yeah. That's what it's yeah. cool. So I think the last thing that well, I'm not even gonna call it the last thing because who knows? I might ask <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. So you worked on a teen vogue shoot with Ryan Baker and in- shout out the nail doctor. Yes. If you guys have watched, go back and watch her episode, The Nail Doctor. What was that like coming together? Because one teamboat, that's a big deal. Like it's Vogue at the yeah. end of the day. And like coming together. And I saw you guys had so many. You had your not only did you have the set, you had a photographer, you had the videographer, you had her and the actual nails because she was snapping on the on the, uh, the Yes,
1: yeah. <laughs> How was that? <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. It was so oh wow. That was amazing. So we did that um literally like a, a month after we launched in 2020 and Ryan and I were introduced through my mom um, and like she, she she's done my mom's nails and still is her tech. And it was just wild to me when she reached out because I was actually in LA at the time. Um, I'm trying to tell y'all, when you're obedient to God, it will go crazy. It's like it crazy. will it will go crazy. So, you know, after we launched, I had a celebrity client in LA, so I was out there doing that, and Ryan called me and was like, yeah, so, uh, Team Vogue wants to feature me, and I need you to stop, And I'm like, well, <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, like, huh, you know, and so she gave me the details, and of course, again, things happen very quickly, so I'm like, I wanted to shoot, like, you know, give me the details, give me the rundown, and, you know, we got, we were able to go through all of that. And then I remember coming back to Atlanta because I did the shopping in Atlanta with my assistant. And then we, it was just like, it happened really quickly. Like it happened quickly, you know, and of course there were certain stipulations that we had to, or, you know, oh, what, what should I say? Request. I like to say requests, There were certain requests that Team Vogue, you know, wanted for her look. So just making making sure that that came to life because it was a little bit of a of like friction, not in a negative way, but as a stylist, of course, I want to create a fashion forward statement looks. Like like yeah. I want you to be that girl in Team Vogue, right? But I had to also keep in mind that she was being featured for what her gift is, which is nails, and I don't want to overpower my outfits with. you know you you don't want to do that right so when I say friction it wasn't negative but we had to meet somewhere in the middle like as far as Ryan is my client I want her to be happy Team Vogue is also featuring her and then we also want to show up our best as a fashion styling brand right so um that was something to work through but we were able to do that and the shoot was great. Um, there were a lot of like we had to do. We did have to do some changes after the fitting. Um, Team Vogue was like, "Hey, we want to see something a little different." So me and my team were out like literally the next day at nine o'clock in the morning. You know, making some changes to her look. Um, and they were satisfied. They loved the the end result. Um, but it was it was exciting. It was shocking because I'm like Team Vogue. Huh? like you know <laughs> um and it was just an amazing experience right and is an incredible woman um afraid business you know and I'm just so grateful to even be considered for that you know I'm just I'm, I'm grateful so it was dope it was really dope if you haven't seen the BTS video go check it out shout yeah. out to my team in Rio, we did it. We did we did that. So
0: was that, was that your very first gig under the Auto Naomi brand?
1: No, my first gig under the Auto Naomi brand, like since we launched in 2020, I I want to say it was either my clients, Jim, who they are entertain or they're um I'm sorry, event planners in Atlanta. We I want to say we did a branding shoot with them first or yeah i'm not sure if i was styling for baby at the time it, there were a lot of like i was just booked out like we were just booked okay out. So i can't even say who came first but um i I do know that team folk happened literally a, long, a month after we launched so okay. yeah <laughs> so walk
2: if if you don't mind sharing a bit of your creative process like is it mood boards yeah. is it just mm-hmm. you in the store and you're like I got it. Like, what is
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 Um, There is a there is a plan. You know, we do have structure to our to the way that we um, bring the vision to life. So essentially, if you're interested in working with us, you would book a consultation. After the consultation, if we are the fit, emphasis on if we are the fit, because let me no just bias. give y'all this quick gem. Uh-huh. Everybody is not your client. Uh-huh. You don't have to say yes to everything. Like... If they inquire and you talk and you connect and you're ready to make the investment and honestly, like, have the transformation, then cool, we rocking. But if not, I appreciate you. Thank you for reaching out. You know, like, I, I want people to be able to understand that. So after you book the consultation and hoping that we are a good fit. Um, we then send over next steps, like all the logistical stuff, so like your service agreement, questionnaire, invoice, you know, making sure that stuff is taken care of. And then we do pre- present a style board um, based on what you've sh- you've shared with us on the consultation. And there's an approval process, but it's kind of like not an approval process. It's more so like, hey, this is our vision, you know. Let us know what you think. If you have any feedback, we'll keep that in mind as we're shopping. We go and we shop till we drop literally and (laughs) if you don't know Mr. Assistant he's my cart okay I have a cart that I roll through the um, I saw you um, on like Instagram you literally (laughs) have you're walking through the mall with a cart yes like it's a lot because the thing is once my hands are full I can't shop anymore once my assistant's hands are full we can't shop anymore so Mr. Cart be holding (laughs) me down (laughs) (laughs) I call him Mr. Assistant I I call him Mr. Assistant um but once we you know shop we have a fitting and the fitting you know it's fun it's probably one of my favorite parts about it because we get to play dress up you know and I tell my clients to to like play imagination because it's like not the day of the shoot not the day of the event we gotta like see hair makeup all of that done you know but they trust me and when you can trust your stylist there's nothing better than that right they don't they don't question, they might give me feedback and say, Hey, Autumn, I like this or I don't like this, or this is stepping me outside of my comfort zone, but I'm willing to do it. You know, like that's what I love to hear. So, once we have the fitting and we approve the looks, um, normally at my fitting, I do have a tailor. Her name is Nabila. She's amazing. Um, I design, that ain't my thing. So, Nabila be, you know, safety pinning and doing her thing so that they look amazing and it's form fitting um and then once the alterations are done we show up the day of the shoot we wrap that thing out we make sure that they look incredible impeccable flawless like so that they don't have to worry about anything but showing up as that entertainer entrepreneur or or executive um on the day of the shoot or the event and after that you know we celebrate we have a good time and we finish off the logisticals of it and we've had quite a few recurring clients so it's like they come back you know, it's their family forever. So that's uh, our process. Thank
2: you for sharing that. I really wanted, if someone was listening to this, they could hear just kind of an outline of the process mm-hmm. that they didn't even know, kind of how do I start building a business on this or how do I start mm-hmm. framing out my business? I really wanted yeah. to see that. Yeah.
1: Yes, yes, yes. So that's a, that's a nutshell of it. Um, of course, if there are aspiring stylists or I like to say rising rather than aspiring because I believe that you are already a stylist. Um, I'm stuck. We'll be, you know, opening enrollment in 2023. Yes. I'm so sorry that you missed the first really? cohort, <laughs> but we will be opening again in 2023, so I would love to, you know, help them on their journey. Yeah,
3: For
0: sure. Autumn, thank you so, so much for Grace and Beath yes. and knowledge yes. and just warm it. energy, authenticity <laughs> for the people that want to keep up with you.
1: Where can they find you at? Yes, please follow me. Connect with me on Instagram at Naomi um yeah shoot me a dm should me an audio message like whatever we can link up like i'm down for whatever i love people but definitely that's the best way to stay connected with me on instagram
0: absolutely
1: and we forgot to do her backdrop
0: we did yes. forget to do your so something drop. we
2: do at the very end of all of our episodes we love our guests to leave a lasting bit of advice knowledge motivation, whatever you're feeling today to our audience, anything that's on your heart, your spirit, your mind, and soul,
1: what do you want, A backdrop. Oh Lord. Okay. <laughs> um that's that's good. That's good. That's good. There's always 70,000 tabs open in my brain. So let's see which one we're gonna pull from. Um I think I think what I want I would like to leave you know the audience and the viewers with is number one, trust God in everything that you do. Like, you know, I think that I'm a part of the ways to sh- represent God to people, right? Like, you can love God and be fly. Like, you can love God and make mistakes. Like, it's not a perfect life that he's looking for, right? So trust God in everything that you do um, to build community for sure, that you have that backbone so that when life is hitting you, you don't have to go through it by yourself and to always remember why you start like if there's nothing else when you remember why you start something when when those days come it's like I can fight this battle you know I can push through and I can get through so trust God build community and when you think about stopping remember why you started
2: Mm That's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. You're uh, welcome. That's what she was saying. Ian, <laughs> we're safe by you on socials. <laughs> Y'all can find me on all the socials
0: at Ian A. Barrett 2 r 2 ts underscore at the N J. where can people find you?
2: You guys can find me on all social medias at J. Robinson J-S-I-A. Spelled and pronounced that way at the same time. And then you can find our podcast at Beat the Maze Podcast on all social media platforms. Guys, make sure you subscribe. You follow us on Instagram and you stay tuned to our episodes. We drop every Monday at 8 a.m. And we're bringing, we, we just come with the hits. Everybody, yeah. just you like, you see, I like, like, you see, <laughs> I'll be like, like,
0: we learning like
2: y'all learning. Yes. Thank you so, so, so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. This is beautiful.
1: You guys are so welcome. I'm looking forward to linking with you guys real soon. No yes, problem. yes.
0: For the audience, we'll catch y'all at 8 a.m. Have a good one.
1: Yeah.